This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. All right, I wasn't going to do this because this is a 12 powers talk, but I am going to do it now. Nico, don't say a word. Why didn't the skeleton cross the road? He didn't have the guts. This is one of my new favorite Halloween corny jokes. All right, dialing in the sexy reverend or whatever it was. Um, Every major religion that I know of gives some advice to follow God's will or divine will. But what is that actually? What is divine will? Is it God's will that we have war? Is it God's will that people commit atrocities? Is it, is it divine will that nature is being damaged and degraded by human activity and human industries? This concept of God's will, divine will, free will is something that I have wrestled with throughout most of my adult life. Um, Many of you already know I came from a very fundamentalist, heavy-handed Christian background that didn't sit very well with me, and I would sometimes ask the adults, okay, huh, if God is all-loving, all-powerful, how can so much bad stuff be happening? And the only answer I ever ever got from the adults was, we cannot know the mind of God, we must just follow God's will. I had a hard time with that. I could never reconcile it. Along with those teachings, I was taught that we had to sacrifice our own free will. We had to sacrifice a lot of things to please God, hi, Zeke, and follow God's will. And I was also taught in that body of belief that only humans have free will, that all the non-human animals are basically just running off of instinct or whatever we humans teach them, sometimes beat into them. And that just did not sit with what I was actually experiencing. I was a farm kid. I had all kinds of close, one-on-one relationships with horses and dogs and pigs and you name it. And they absolutely were demonstrating free will and love and other emotions that were not attributed to them from the teachings that I was given. Now, the same time I was being given truths that did not feel truth to me, my parents kind of went off the deep end with addiction and mental illness and started behaving very badly and abusively, and I just got a chip on my shoulder toward all so-called authority figures, particularly God. And I started moving through the world in a pretty defiant and pretty willful way, and I was pretty successful with it. I was able to kind of push willfully very well, had a lot of accomplishments, did a lot of firsts for my family, etc. And it was, willfulness was working really well until it wasn't. <laughs> and like a lot of us, you know, I did not come gently, easily, smoothly into spiritual growth. I had to hit the wall um, with my willfulness and wound up in a set of really painful, challenging events that brought me to the point where I, for the first time in my life, I could not willfully force my way through. I couldn't, I couldn't make it happen. I was forced to surrender, and I wound up questioning everything. 
you know, why had this happened to this environmental career that was my whole life that I'd put so much into? Why, how could I possibly be sitting in such a mess? Who the hell was this God? Was this God's will? Was I just trapped in some sort of karmic pattern that I couldn't make out but that I couldn't get out of? I was questioning at a very, very deep level. And it is really what began blowing me open to... Course in Miracles says, if we clear space on the altar of our minds, meaning our current set of beliefs, we allow new to flow in. Some of you can get there gently. I was not one of those, but that's what began happening. It cleared me out. It cleared space. And one of the many profound, but this is a really big one, this topic of will, during all of that upheaval, it really began the process of completely turning upside down my beliefs about this whole power of will. Now, unity is a new thought, transdenominational, transfaith movement that's based in spiritual principle. We have a core set of teachings, and one body of those teachings are the 12 spiritual powers that was put forward. And these include things like um, faith and love and order, and it also includes will. Spiritualized will is a whole different beast than willfulness. And first, I think it's really important to, um, to really start to grok this at a deeper level. It is important to note that unity is non-dualistic. We do not believe in a separate entity, God out there, that punishes or rewards or that we must beseech to. We believe that God is the life force, spirit, power in and through all things, in and through every single one of you, flowing through all that is. The very word God carries a lot of baggage for a lot of us. I actually prefer the word spirit, creator, source. You can plug in any word. I don't think creator cares what you call it. Gus, I know. Remind me what that is, Gus. God, universe, source, and spirit. God, universe, source, and spirit. Gus with a double S. That works for me. That works for me. Now, one's take on Gus, source, spirit, um, it's very personal. But in general, the unity principle is that it is everywhere, all in, all in through all of us, everything, and that it's all good. Now, I recently learned a pretty interesting thing. I, I have gotten to the point where I tend to think of spirit more literally as the force, as in Star Wars. It, and I'm going to have to research this a little further, but there's actually, I actually was made aware recently that uh, George Lucas studied a number of different faith paths and whatnot, including new thought, in coming up with this whole concept of the force. That's pretty flippin' cool, I think. So um, it's the creative, generative power behind all that is, and it's in us, and we are in it. And the cool thing here is we can learn, just like wielding a lightsaber, we can learn to tap that and become more and more skillful in wielding this creative Gus, God, source, universe power. Now, divine will, this concept. I've recently been teaching a metaphysics class. I'm getting ready to teach 
um, another one. And we've been working primarily with a book by Unity Minister um, Paul Hasselbeck, body of work called Heart-Centered Metaphysics. And I want to read you um, what he says about divine will. Quote, this divine will is generic, amorphous, nonspecific, and it is for everyone. We are all partaking of and participating in this generic divine will. There is no separation from it. That's a very profound concept, and I want to take it a little bit deeper. A Course in Miracles teaches that God's will is my will. God's will is your will. I had a really difficult time with that when I first started working with A Course in Miracles. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't grok it, and it took me a little while, but now I'm there and it's incredibly empowering. Think about this. If we are indeed extensions of, expressions of the divine, of course the divine's will is our will. Creator would not want to thwart itself, and therefore it would not want to thwart us either because we are an extension of creator. That's such an empowering, empowering concept. A big aha for me was really beginning to embody the understanding that the flipping God's will is pulling for me. It's working with each and every one of you because it wants full expression. And you are that all that is expressing in your own beautiful individuated way. Now, another cool, cool angle on the will thing, this is a real thing, it's a philosophical concept called um, the will of nature. And that refers to all the natural and physical processes that direct the universe, nature, ecosystems, physics, all of it, quantum, all of it. It's what, it's what really rolls out creation and reality. I strongly believe that all creation, humans, non-humans, all of it is sacred and divine. And that we are literally a part of and constantly interacting with the will of nature. And the divine will is in the back of all of that that's rolling out this creation that we get to be a part of. And moreover, I make this point a lot, despite what Western culture may tell us, humans are not apart from nature. We are a part of it. We are nature. I believe at the, at the level of divine will, we humans and all the rest of nature are actually in harmony, working together to fully express creation. Can you tap into that just for a second and sense how good that feels? Feels good to me. The problem that we get into is collective human willfulness, which is driven by a pervasive belief in separation, not understanding what we truly are. And when we are rolling forward with that kind of consciousness, we are miscreating. We are creating messes. And of course, we are seeing a lot of that playing out 
in our world right now in various ways. Willfulness, willfulness is will under the influence of ego, under the influence of our little human-only selves. It's will not understanding what we really are, and it almost always makes a mess, individually, collectively. Now, cleaning up those messes is something that spiritualized will can help with, and I, and I want to make a subtle but important distinction here. Divine will, this allness, this will that rolls through everything, is different than the spiritual power or faculty of will that's put forward in the Unity's um, 12 Powers teachings. The founders of Unity, the Fillmores, they taught that will is the executive power of our mind. It's that thing that gets things done in this world that we're moving through. And sort of like prayer, we are constantly exerting will in every moment. We are, we are acting on thoughts and behaviors for good or for ill. The key is learning to retrain that will. Wisdom is another of the 12 spiritual powers. Um, and wisdom is needed very, wisdom is needed to skillfully exert will. And just this morning when I was doing my own practices, I hadn't planned to work this into the talk, but I often, nearly every morning, I work with the little daily word from unity, among other things, and I'm going to read you just an excerpt, because imagination is another spiritual power, and I want to read just a little paragraph from today's daily word, October 29th, uh, 2023. My imagination helps me create my life story. Guided by divine wisdom and will, I imagine a positive, meaningful life. If disturbing thoughts cloud my imagination, I remember I am God's source creator's living expression, and there is nothing to fear. We can exert will, in ways that are counterproductive, or we can hone this, this will faculty to gain greater dominion and greater agency over our own lives and over our world. A Course in Miracles um, puts forward that we don't even understand what our true free will is if we're not understanding what we actually are. It puts forward that when we are running at the awareness of ego or human only, we have imprisoned our free will. We, we move through the world feeling like we're exerting free will from a prison of our own making. It's really a prison of our own thinking. And we have the, we have the ability to take that back, to release ourselves from prison, because freedom is an inside job, always. There's a story in the Bible about Job, who is, I'm not too into Bible stuff, but I've had it beaten into me. I'm using it now. Um, uh, Job was a pretty prosperous, successful guy, and the devil, whatever you want to call that, let's put that in metaphysics, ego, life challenge, whatever, this thing comes along and decides to knock him off that cushy life and give him some challenges just to kind of see what it's going to bring out in him. 
And Job gets pretty down in the mouth and pretty pissy about it, and pretty soon he starts blaming God for this and that, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And finally, somewhere in Job 22, there's this point where he says, agree with God and be at peace, and then good will come to you. I now find that so funny. It's kind of like, okay, okay, I can't take it anymore. I'm just going to start agreeing with God. But if you take that one step further, agreeing with God doesn't have to be like, okay, I give up. It's like, heck yeah, I'm stepping into my power here. I'm going to bring this divine will with me behind whatever, behind whatever this endeavor is. Agree with God. Think about that. They say, may the force be with you. The force is already with you. It's in and with you, each and every one of you. I love being part of a spiritual movement where I can use the force, and you guys get it. <laughs> now, we can, de- we can deploy will for grand things and less grand things. Just a few days ago, uh, my partner John and I were watching the 49ers football game, and I don't really care much about the 49ers, but I am a Seahawks fan. And as it often is with the Seahawks, they need other teams to lose sometimes for them to make it into the playoffs, right? We're often, Seahawks fans are often in this position, so we are, I, I am against the 49ers, right? And this game's going back and forth, and it's close. John and I are watching it, and the 49ers have the ball, and they'll win the game on a touchdown. And I look over, I had this feeling, and I look over to John and I say, it's time for a takeaway. Boom, snap, interception. John was beside himself. He fist bump, he jumps up, he's like, oh my God, oh my God, you are so powerful. The powerful, (laughs) the powerful, he's like the powerful minister metaphysician. And then he says, I will never doubt you again. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. But even as I was kind of dancing with that, I knew it was a bald-faced lie. And moments later, he declared temporary insanity and took it back. (laughs) No integrity, right? Come on. (laughs) Now, I don't really think I exerted the spiritual power of will uh, against the 49ers, but I'll take the outcome. I'm liking that. Here's the final, one final piece I want to share before I wrap, because this is, for me, this has been an incredibly empowering aspect of retraining my thinking about will. It isn't passive. Just saying, okay, okay, creator, I'm willing, because it sucks so bad where I'm at right here, (sighs) I'm willing, that's not what spiritualized will is about. It is it's, it's, it's active. It's activating power. Spiritualized willing is about getting into alignment with divinity, remembering what we truly are, and remembering that creator's will is the wind under our sails all the time when we are striving toward fuller expression. Two of my very favorite early New Thought teachers were, are Emily Cady and Walter Lanyon, and both of them have a lot of teaching about getting into an it-is-done consciousness around will and around manifesting what we want in our lives. And I want to read you um, just a very short sentence from Emily Cady. She says, Do you will it and not languidly desire it? 
Are you determined to have that executed, which you are satisfied is God's will for you? You get into that attitude and claim, it is done. I don't know how it's going to happen, necessarily. But I am staying in the consciousness of it is done. It's a blending, as I've noted before, of spiritual will guided by wisdom that empowers imagination. That is a powerful formula right there. That's similar, actually, to the let there be energy in Genesis. Let there be light. It isn't beseechy, oh, let, 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 please let this come to this little poor sinner. Not at all. It is a declaration, a let there be consciousness is demonstration of spiritualized will. Now, willing is a declaration, but it's less energy intensive than willfulness. I know this very well. Um, willfulness is about pushing. It's about trying to force things. It's about trying to orchestrate the river. Whereas spiritualized willing is getting into alignment, remembering the truth of what we are, and choosing to allow the possibility of grace to flow into our lives. I want to read a short piece, a couple of excerpts from A Course in Miracles. I think this is so beautiful. When the light comes and you have said, God's will is mine, you will see such beauty that you will know it is not of you in the little s human only part of you. The bleak little world will vanish into nothingness and your heart will be so filled with joy that it will leap into heaven and into the presence of God. When the light comes and you have said, God's will is mine, you will see such beauty. I do not believe it is God's will that terrible things happen. I don't believe it's God's will that human, humans desecrate and degrade this lovely planet. And actually, at the level of true, free, and unimprisoned, I don't believe that's human will either. Not at the level of truth. I don't believe karma traps us, but I absolutely do know that limited thinking and certain rigid patterns of behavior can indeed imprison our potential. What's needed now, individually, collectively, is wisely guided, firm will to choose a healthier, more beautiful way of interacting with one another and this planet that we are lucky enough to call home. Each and every one of us has a role to play in reshaping collective will. And the more of us who reclaim, retrain, and spiritualize our will, our willpower, the more power we'll have to heal this planet, to replace war with peace, and lift all beings into love and light. This is not a matter of if God's willing, it's a matter of are you willing? And what are you willing? What are we willing in every single minute of the day? Are you willing for heaven on earth? Are you willing to be great? Are you willing to do great things? Let there be, it is done. Peace out.